Not much right now. First quarter, Utah 17, New Orleans Pelicans 8. Um, Zion has peace at the back of his jersey. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't... See, I, I thought the game was at 7, so I didn't see the start. Did anyone kneel for the anthem? Everyone did. Okay, that, Everyone did. that does not surprise me. Um, I, I only knew because I saw it on Twitter. I actually didn't watch the game, actually. I was, um, I did, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't have interest in well, I I have zero interest either, but I figured until first pitch, why not? Now, is the Yankee game postponed? I I have no idea. I I saw it on MLB Extra Innings, but when, when according what it looks like on yes, I mean from from BP unless that's taped, it. It doesn't look anything bad. Um, for the pregame, you got Meredith at Yankee Stadium. Now Yankee Stadium got the tarp on the field, so I. But but it's not raining though here, so I have I have no idea what's going on. Also, rain is expected to be in the forecast for tomorrow's game against the Red Sox. Ooh. So. So that means Saturday we can see a a BS seven inning doubleheader. <laughs> The reason why I said that is because when when I was like nine to thirteen playing baseball, we played seven inning games. That that was regulation. So so if it if it rained after the third, the third inning was a complete game. So if it rained after the third, and whoever was winning, you were winning. If it tied, we we resume. Whenever it stopped raining, the next day or the next, whatever the case was, you know. Okay. But so so it's just it's just weird. It's it, it's weird, honestly. I the only there's only one positive I can take from this. It's only for this season, and we will be at we will be in the Bronx on Saturday. That's that's right, and 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 then that means then that means we're we're, we're gonna have the regular the baseball game at seven, and we'll have the regular baseball game at four one o'clock, and if it's at four, you'll have some competition for those aisles, baby. I'm still watching the Islanders. You can keep me updated on on the Yankee game. <laughs> really? <laughs> so 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 you'd be that one guy. Like, 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 like me and Ashley and who everybody else would be on one TV and you'd be, well, well, you'd be great for social distancing because you'd be the only guy probably watching the Islanders game, but, but you would choose to be that lonely guy at the end of the bench. Listen, man, I'm like Jordan. I'm my own, I'm my own company. Sox 
The Red Sox hit a three-run homer and that third one to take the lead. And at that same time, the Islanders scored a goal. We're all going F. And you say, yeah. Do you know how many looks of like, what the hell that that you're going to get? Luckily, Ashley, who was a, who was a good well, like, oh, no, he just watching the game. He was watching the out the game. Well, well, I well, I... Well, I... Doing the same thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, but maybe I just... Maybe... Oh, oh, you're, you're a bad teammate. You're maybe... A bad teammate. Maybe I just joined him and be like, yo, get this guy out the ball. Get him out the ball. He's a weirdo. You see, guys? He's a bad teammate. Bad I'm a great teammate. What do you mean? I'm the you best teammate to bad. have in the world. You are a bad teammate. You Come are on, why am I a bad, bad teammate? teammate? Why? Why? Tell me why. You're going to be that guy. So I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, let's go Islanders. And the Yankees could like, could, could, could like, like, um, bullshit, you know, um, Tanaka could give up a three-run home run to, 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 to Raphael Devers. And everyone's going, ah, crap, what are you doing, Tanaka? And now then when going, people oh, say, get the F out of here, like like Jeremy Piven and Entourage, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be out the ball, kid. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. Bad teammate. That's all I gotta say. Bad How? What's, what's wrong with you? Why, why, why am I a bad teammate for, for going on my fellow Yankee fans, sir? What? Wouldn't I? Wouldn't I be a good Yankee fan? I expect you to stick up for your teammate instead of just going with the crowd. But that crowd will be full of Yankee fans. What do you want me to tell you? Bad guy. Bad guy. All I gotta say, bad guy. So he's a bad guy. What do you? What? What do you think is gonna happen with Jay with Jay Happ tonight? Uh, I think he'll go like five innings. I think he'll, he's gonna give up three runs, and I think he'll probably strike out like four. That's my guess. What's that siren? Fire! There's fire going on near my uh, area. Fire alarm! It's not like it's not on my street, but it's like you know. When you're when when you're like near a fire station, you know what it is. Uh, it died down now. But yeah, like I said, um, I expect five innings, three runs, four Ks. I expect maybe like three walks. That's what I expect from JF. Like, I say three ones, we good. I say five and a third. Okay. Zero walks, four Ks, and one run. Oh, you're being optimistic. Yeah, you know, Jay Jay Hab had a great for spring training one. And yeah, you know, he he hasn't pitched in basically two weeks. And I I I think that he's read tweets of people, you know, talking crap about him. And uh I I think he's gonna do alright. I, I, I agree. Um, I hope I hope your prediction is right, and I hope I'm wrong. Um, also, um, 
Also, too, though, it's crazy that Anthony Rizzo tweeted out, player safety, MLB, let's sit around for eight hours plus inside a clubhouse. I'm sure I can find somewhere in that 113-page protocol. Ooh, so so Anthony Rizzo is criticizing Rob Manfred of his self-safety protocols. What do you think about that? What, What did he say again? He said player safety... MLB at MLB by by Anthony Rizzo saying let's sit around for eight hours inside a clubhouse. I'm sure I can find that somewhere in the 130 a uh, 113 page player safety protocol. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Now 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 the play now, now the players are dragging the commissioner down. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, no. No player likes the commissioner right now, so I'm 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 really not surprised. Yeah, um, Lamar Jackson is now number one. The the NFL top one hundred, beating out Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. I think I think it's a I think it's a a, a, a load of crap. Who, Lamar Jackson really? Who, who's ahead of Mahomes? So, wow. Uh, I think Patrick, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback right now, and and, and, and that's a fact. Right where's now. Where's Where's Brady on that list? Uh, Brady's like number fifteen or sixteen. Who's so ahead of Brady, it? man? of the people who made this list um where where we're gonna go some where we're gonna go some billy madison um I'm, I'm gonna eat a whole lot of cheese right and then you're gonna give me paper bags you're gonna give me paper bags and then and then you're 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 gonna get that match thingy you know you know the long stick to like the barbecue and then and then I'm gonna put each 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 of the items in the bags. We're gonna tie it up, right? You know, hold their noses and whatnot. And then we're gonna go to each of their houses, each of their houses. And we're gonna put it right on the porch. You're gonna light it up, and I'm gonna ring the doorbell, and we're gonna do it to everyone. Um, and then we're gonna videotape it, and we're gonna make sure they say, "Don't don't put it out with your boots, Ted." What you mean, woman? Gosh, it's poop. He called that poop and said a shit. Uh, oh, that is crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, you know who's also ahead of him? Michael Thomas is ahead of him. That's That's, that's reasonable. That's... DeAndre Hopkins. Mm, that's... I, I guess that's reasonable. Christian McCaffrey. Reasonable. Oh, is you? 
Uh, sorry, he's 14. Actually, sorry, Brady is 14. Sorry, I, I misread that. 14. He is 14. 14! <laughs> oh, my God. They don't like him. Well, you know Derrick what? Henry, Derrick Henry is ahead of Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see that 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 makes me a little mad because for all for all we know, um, he could be a flash in the pan. Uh, that makes me smile. Anyone ahead of Brady just makes me smile. Now who's the bad teammate? Nah, nah, nah. I think I'm a fantastic teammate. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fantastic. I'm a fantastic. Jamal, Jamal Adams over Brady? Oh, this is fantastic. No, 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 no. You're lying to me. You're lying to me. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. I don't know. I think this list has a lot of credible people. No, 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 no. No, no, serious, serious. Is Jamal Adams ahead of Brady? No, no, no. He's not. He's not. He's playing that. I just want to get your reaction. No, he's not. He's really not. Oh my god, John means hit Glaber on the elbow. What happened? John means hit Glaber on the elbow. Oh boy. I'm good. That is not what you want. That's that's definitely not what you want. He's down. You're not watching the game? I I don't have the game. I'm currently not watching the game. Um there's something going on. Um mm. football there was actually a second overtime um it was it was done it was done by by the beer pod and they won that so that's gonna be who we're facing um twin talk yeah twin talk Yanks couldn't couldn't get it out you know the whole day yesterday the whole day I'm talking the whole day they were up by 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 35 percent the whole day and then yeah. right when I'm about to go to bed, they're down by like ten percent. So so it's like so like Twin Talk they were dunking, they're making three point shots, they're crossing up, they're making like airbud dunks, they're bringing like airbud, they're bringing like you know Pete Pistol Pete Maravich, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh, we can't score no more. 
and the other guy's like, all right, yo, we, we're going we're to bring in, like, the dudes from the longest yard. We're going to bring in, like, blue chips and just dominate. Pretty much, pretty much. That's that's what pretty much happened. But but they they are a great podcast, so, you know, they give smart Thank baseball you. knowledge. It's it's just a baseball podcast, but it's it's, it's good, you know, 30 minutes of your day. Uh, you know, I listened to the first... I like to say 30 minutes of, of G&T, and Julian gave a nice, well-deserved, not, not, not a Don LaGreca rant, but a well-reserved Julian rant, where he's mad at Jamal Adams, but he didn't curse, and he didn't yell, so it was like... He was getting angry in a church. Um, and then apparently Jamal Adams said today how... Oh, and Giancarlo standing with a single to the third baseline. And Judge is coming home and he scores. Giancarlo stays hot. Um, and, and Jamal Adams, you know, basically said he won't mind waiting until next year to sign. So his tune changed a whole lot. Once he left, dirty Jersey. See, that's what happens when you in Jersey. You know the mind gets all fogged up, fogged up, and your thoughts, your thoughts aren't so clear. You know, so <laughs> so Jamal Adams was like, "Yo, I'm in dirty Jersey, my guy. Where the Jersey Shore is popping." Where Mike's situation gets gets the ladies at, but yo, I'm I'm all I'm all screwed up in the game, bro. Who is who is Mike the situation? Is that a serious question? I'm actually asking a serious question. Have you never seen the Jersey Shore? Actually, no. Jersey Shore, actually, no. I've never seen the Jersey Shore. Oh my God. Snooky, Pauly D. The only time I know of Snooky was I think there was a while and out show and I guess the cast were there, but I don't know like She was also I on played. the apprentice with Arnold Schwarzenegger. She was? Yeah. Oh, oh that's cool, I guess. You really never seen the Jersey Shore? I'm 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 being so serious. <laughs> oh my god. First of all, they had six seasons of that. And then for the past four years, they got back together, and now they do this thing called Jersey Shore Family Vacation. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the first season, it's, it's, it's their first time at the shore together. Their second season, they film, they film in Miami. Their third season, okay. they're back at Jersey. Their fourth season, which is a dope season, they film in Italy. They're in, they're in Italy for the whole season. I'm telling you. Go on YouTube. No, no, no. Go on, go on Hulu. Go on Hulu. And go and, and just watch just watch Jersey Shore season four. You'll you'll see recap of season three, which was a dope season as well. But if you just want to watch I'm telling you, season four in Italy was dope. Season five was back in Jersey and it was okay. Season six sucked. Because 
that was when Snooki had her first baby, and she wasn't as wild as much, and she wasn't partying as much, um, but yeah, oh, and see, season one and two were like funny, wild, funny, epic fights, but the fight that's in season four, I'm talking wine bottles worth being thrown. That was the most epic fight of, of any Jersey Shore fight you'll ever see. I still can't believe you've been on this earth well, since Jersey Shore. I think Jersey Shore started in like 2013. Yeah. Maybe 2014, 15, around there. I can't believe you've I never can't. seen a single episode of Jersey Shore. And you're from Jersey. Yes, I am. <laughs> you know what? Right. Oh, oh, oh. How many more episodes have you seen of the society? I see. I saw the third. I saw the third episode. Why are I'm you taking so long to watch these? Because I'm out going home rewatching Avatar. <laughs> I'm telling you. I love Avatar, man. Okay, okay, okay. I I understand. I understand. I understand. But but take the time. The next, the next time you're doing absolutely nothing, just binge watch your, binge watch the rest of the society. There's only ten episodes, so you only have seven left. But it gets better and better and better. If you like the first three, it gets better and better and better. It's gonna be better than the Avatar. I'm telling. And I've never seen the Avatar. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Make it your job to finish society by this weekend. And then you'll come All to right. me and you'll say, you know what? I see why you said what you said. I'm telling you. There's going to be moments where you leap out your bed. If, if you're trying to watch under the covers and whatnot, there's going to be moments where you're like, whoa, wait a minute. And you just throw off those covers and and and, and you may rewind a little bit. But but I'm telling you, do it. I will keep, I will keep that in mind, my friend. I will keep that in mind. I, I will... I will and the Yanks now game. have bases loaded. Means... Nah, Means has 23 pitches already. And the manager of the Orioles does not look happy. That's what he did to, um, Rosicals. To recap the top 10, it's voted by the players. The NFL Network does it. It's Lamar Jackson, number one. Russell Wilson, number two. Aaron Donald, number three. Mahomes, four. Michael Thomas, five. McCaffrey, six. George Kittle, seven. DeAndre Hopkins, eight. Um, Stephon Gilmore, nine. Is he, is he, why, is, wh- why is George Kittle not Derek in the top five? Like, I don't get that. Derrick Henry, ten. And then Julio, eleven. Drew Brees, twelve. Bobby Wagner, thirteen. And then Brady, fourteen. Drew Brees ahead of Tom Brady. Oh, my God. I understand. Aaron Rodgers is seven. Is sixteen. Um, oh. Deshaun Watson is 20, Tyreek Hill is 22, um, Ezekiel is 24, and, and Barkley is 31. Jamal Adams is 27. So I'll just give you that. Is Daniel Jones even on the list? <laughs> is okay. he? No. Neither is, neither is Donald, neither is Josh Allen. Kyler Murray is like in the eighties. He's on that list. 
Who's a hundred? A hundred is actually Levante David. Alright, alright, tell me the rest of them. Tell tell me ninety through ninety-nine. Ninety through ninety-nine? Allen Robinson of the Bears, Jason Kelsey of the Eagles, Frank Clark of the Chiefs, Chris Carson of the Seahawks, um Bubba Baker of the Cardinals, Brandon Brooks, and um Darren Waller of the Titans. Oh, oh in the gap, is that a granny? Is that a oh a grand slam for Luke Voigt? Woo! <laughs> Alright guys, our guest is ready. That that that's why the first twenty minutes we uh kinda of stalling. We're about to have But 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 seriously I'm 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 shocked. I'm shocked he's never seen the Jersey Shore. I'm 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 surprised. But our guest we're about We're about to have Morgan Reagan. She's a color analyst of the NBA G League. And she has the Deuce and Mo podcast, formerly of Sports 1140KHTK, host Good Day Sack Reporter, and Sack Republic FC sideline reporter. So, what a great way. And, and I promise, when I, when I booked this interview, I had no idea this was the NBA start date. So it's it's just how God works. Uh, well, let's bring her on. So Morgan, how how have you been doing in this whole weird coronavirus times? So I have been okay, I guess. It's just been um, you know it's a it's a weird time for everyone, but uh, it's nice that sports are kind of coming back. But at the same time, it's just a weird, weird world right now. Morgan, this is James, the other half of the sports dude. How does it feel that even though sports are kind of back, that we went through four months without live sports and we don't have to talk about things that happened in the past, i.e. the last dance documentary? <laughs> how, ni- how nice is it that... that- after four months, we don't have to talk about something that's in the past. It's um, it's actually it's great. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I I would like flip around the stations, and I saw some weird competitive uh, what cannonball diving. It's like it's like these people that are supposed to like oh it's like belly flop. Like they're supposed to literally belly flop or cannonball into the pool, and that was probably the most competitive live thing I had watched uh, during this time without the real sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, we, we watched some old baseball games, you know. I, 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 I personally spend that time wa- watching stuff on Netflix and, and Hulu because just me personally, I can't get into a game where I know the outcome. I agree. That was that was hard for me. I only I watched one or two old NBA games, but it, it is it's not the same when you know the outcome. Obviously, it's not even you know watching. You can watch play by play, and it's like sure you don't remember each play, but 
you ultimately know what what happened at the end, so yeah, it's not as exciting. Watching watching the 2000 World Series run yes too many times, knowing that the Yankees won that World Series, it gets annoying. It's like, oh my God. And then people make peace like, oh, the Yankees have a rally in their bones. What's going to happen next? I'm like, you know who won the damn game. You yeah. know who won I, I did what you did. I, I did do more Netflix. I watched probably more television than I had ever watched. I think because usually I'm so busy watching NBA games, G League games, just so much basketball when it's basketball season that I don't have time. And I actually started watching, I, I tried out some reality shows, and um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was fun, but I'm ready for the live sports. I hear you. So, be, before we do a little sports, um, what's your thoughts on what's been happening with the Washington Football franchise since two thousand and six till now? Yeah, well, think about it. It's like you guys—they can't even—they can't even figure out a new name. You know, they have to be the, the Washington football team because they're such idiots and they can't get into a room. And and just figure out a damn name. But besides that, it kind of shows, it shines a light on really what that organization is. They just like, um, obviously, with all the women that experienced throughout those years, um, I'm sure there's even more. There's even more that didn't even speak up or, you know, um, kind of share their experiences with other people because that kind of dominance happens in very strange, uh, I guess, male-dominated places or organizations. And I, for one, am lucky enough to work for an NBA organization that if any of that ever happened, the thing is they have an HR program or they have an HR department that would not allow any of that to fly. It doesn't matter if you're the top of the top, you know, not enough, enough money couldn't save you. Where with the Washington uh, football team, it was, if you were friends with Dan Snyder and had money and were at the top of this organization in any way, shape, or form, it's like you could get away with anything. And just as a woman, I just, I hate hearing these stories because this is the fear that so many women have going into this industry. They go, why the hell do I want to get paid to get my ass looked at or to get treated like I'm not an equal? You know, like, why would you want to get into that career path? And we've, we've got, the NFL has got to say, no, that's enough. We don't want women to feel that way. So at the end of the day, it's really, they need to get rid of Dan Snyder. And if they don't, it's the NFL saying, hey, we're okay. We're okay with that. And they're going to be okay with that until something bigger happens. I agree. I agree 1,000%. And I think that's, like, the biggest issue that a lot of, like, women, not just particularly all face or when you have a male-dominant, um, when you, have a male, when you have, like, a company that's, like, male-dominant and they do whatever they can to exploit and sexualize women, like, it, it, it all starts from the top. And, and it's, it's funny because we're talking about the top, and it, and it kind of leads me into my basketball team, 
when I talk about the social talk <laughs> in, in the New York Knicks. <laughs> when you're talking about leadership, uh, and everyone who knows me, I am critical of James Dolan, and he is by far... I mean, I can't say he's the worst owner because Snyder really, really is really bad. But James Dolan is right up there. So how can, like, leaders such as, like, James Dolan Snyder can A, shape up and do better, or B, find somehow, some way for them to step aside and let somebody else run it? Because I feel like the only way these things get better, you got to change the lead. You cut off the head of the snake and then the body will fall. That's exactly, you are so right about that, because with people like Dan Snyder and James Dolan, it's crazy how people will put profit in money, they'll value that so much more than humanity, right? Where it's like, you guys, like, the NFL, and I wish, I wish the NBA had enough on James Dolan to somehow, like, push him out, Um, but, you know, like, there's going to just be weird racist, um, people that are at the top and somehow, you know, that's not illegal so people can get away with their sexism, their racism, you know, whatever the hell they want to get away with. But you know what it takes? It takes more people at the top that want to do the right thing and want to have the right people in power. So, for example, Roger Goodell is all of a sudden, you know, on board with uh, Black Lives Matter movement and everything. And he's only doing this because now he feels like it's okay when really he should have done this, you know, when Kaepernick was first kneeling, which was the whole point of why he was kneeling. So Roger Goodell, this whole time, he can do the right thing about Dan Snyder, but he's choosing not to, one, because Dan Snyder has a lot of money, and two, because there's not enough other owners that really have his back to push him out. So with James Dolan, I think it's the same kind of concept where he doesn't have any of these stories of, like, sexual harassment or, um, you know, just any evidence to really push him out yet. But it's James Dolan, and I feel so bad for all of you Knicks fans out there because he is, I, I'm not going to cast on your podcast, he is a fact that should be pushed out. See, well, it's only me. It's only me because I, 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 Morgan, I am the Knicks fan. Like, Nick is not a Knicks fan. He I likes to torture himself. I, 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 listen, like, listen. Growing up, I, I had admiration for the Lakers. I had, I had admiration for the Lakers, but I've always loved the Knicks. But like at the same time, too, though. and 
we grew up as Sacramento Kings fans. And so, you know, you, you have, like, the bad leadership. We, in Sacramento, have just had the bad team for so many years. Like, at least with the Knicks, you've seen playoff runs. You've seen star players wanting to come through. With the Kings, it's like it, it was bad basketball for so long. For that, not only were they not doing well in the draft, they weren't doing well, you know, really inspiring uh, free agents to want to come to Sacramento and play. It's, it's very hard to market Sacramento. It's very hard to market Sacramento. Um, it, it, it's, it's very, very hard. But it, it's, and, and, and I think the future is more bright for Sacramento because they do have nice pieces. I love De'Aaron Fox. I think he's that guy. I think this guy's a player. They probably should have... They probably should have done. They probably should. Um, the Lakers should have probably drafted De'Aaron Fox. But hey, that's their problem. They went with Lonzo Ball, so good job out of that. But here's the thing with the Knicks. They they hired they hired they have Leon Rose on World Wide West. I get he's connected with the players. Cool. It don't matter. The Knicks could get Greg Popovich for all I care. You're not changing anything until somehow, some way. You get James Dolan out of running the Knicks. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, I never wish death upon no one. So I'm, so when he had, when he was down with the coronavirus, I didn't wish for him to die. I'm not that type of person. I don't wish death upon no person because I wouldn't that want that upon me. But I yeah. do want somehow somewhere to get out. Yeah, I don't blame you, and you're exactly right. With a lot of these, a lot of the topic, you know, like the main topic that we're on is literally how much it starts at the top, and how scary is it that so many people in power of these teams either don't love the sport, don't even love the city, and or don't know anything about what they're even doing. I've talked to 
or or partying on the weekend. I I can safely bet that's how his college experience was. Yeah, I know. It's um in gosh, in looking looking at that, how sad is that the thing about it? Because I I thought I thought people in my life that had this great college experience that really helped him um, not even so much on the academic side, but it helps them kind of shape them into the adults they are today, you know, or they got their party now, and now there are these great parents that I know, um, but, but yeah, that, like, what, that's just going through the motions at that point, that's just, you're just literally feeding that school all the money that they're going to be making off of you and the tickets that they're selling because you're there and they're not even treating you with a good education by giving you this full ride scholarship. You know what's funny is that I played through, I played through a teacher um, in school, school. Um, I played football and I'm not saying I had a chance but I burnt but I really burned out my knee and that kind of was just the end of my career. Yeah. It's crazy how USC, all, all, all of the powerhouse schools, except for maybe, except for maybe Notre Dame, because even though they're a powerhouse house school, they they seem to be bigger yeah, on more, bigger on the well, education they, they, purposes. Well, they're a Catholic. Well, well, they're a private school, so they're more. Um, I see. I thought you were gonna say because you're a Notre Dame fan, so you're like no, 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 no. Um, um, if 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 I was to be be a fan of college of college football, it's Alabama. For basketball, it's Duke. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Mind back into the athlete's mind and going, there's a million things 
going on per second in your mind when you're on that court in the middle of a, a defensive play or even if, you, if you're a point guard and you have the ball in your hands and you're just like looking at every option but also trying to run a play. So I try, I try to have more compassion now that I call these games to be like, okay, stop acting like this is what you would do, Morgan, and really put yourselves in their shoes. It's helped me not be as frustrated when things do go wrong with the teams that, obviously I'm a Stockton Kings fan because I call their games too, but like when things do go wrong, I try not to like just bag on them, you know, and I try to be more understanding. I'm trying. That's that's well, how that's how you got to be. Um, I, I wanted to stick to college for one more second. What was your thoughts on the whole coaches getting prostitutes for their players? What was your thoughts on that? Yeah. It, like, <laughs> I mean, isn't that so... It's so... That is wild. It's just wild. weird, you guys. It's weird that, that these older men, again, just like, they're kind of abusing their power, again, with these younger men who... Why would you say no to certain things? Like, obviously, now, like, I'm in my 30s. Like, I, I can, I'm smart. I'm educated on certain things. I know, you know, someone was saying something to me or offering me something. I know I would say no. But I look at these guys that are, you know, 17, 18 years old, and they're being offered certain things, like, they're not going to know to say no. It's an abuse of power by these coaches. And it's just, it's an, not only is it just terrible ethically, it's just a terrible look to sh- really shine a light on what goes on in athletics, especially when it comes to college. Plus, plus like, like you're right, right? The, the kids are not going to say no. If you if you offer them free booze and a woman, right, they're not going to say no. But what's also weird, right, look at how stupid they were. Wouldn't you think if, okay, if we're going to do this, you're going to sign the NDA. If you accept this money, you are not allowed to say anything. So, so the fact that they didn't even do that, that also makes them stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, isn't that, NBA's, <laughs> how weird are those in the first place, too, that you can, like, basically pay someone to kind of, or have someone find something to shut up and never say anything. But, again, it goes to, like, how powerful they think that they were to be able to manipulate these kids into, hey, you're not going to say anything because, you know, I got you all this stuff, so why would you say something? Because you're bad just for taking it. And it's, and you're so right. It, it is, like, why weren't these people more worried? And it's probably because they got away with a lot worse throughout their lives. That's that. That's also what, what I'm, I'm just saying, may, maybe this is a reach. Not, not that I care if he stays the owner or not, but for all we know, James Dolan, could have done something like that, right? Because he's a billionaire, right? So if 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 you're a woman who who maybe at the time who who's been harassed, but maybe that woman has a life that's not so pleasant, you know? So so yeah. so maybe if she sees a bag let with let's just say, I don't know, what's worth what's worth for harassing silence. 
let's say let's say ten million dollars. That's life changing money. If if all she hears is sign this piece of paper, what what does that mean? If you sign this paper and you say anything, not only will I get my ten million back, but I'll sue you for more. So more likely than not, she she's gonna sign that paper not knowing what she's signing, but just because she sees a bag of ten million dollars. So I'm just saying it's it's highly possible that's something James Dolan could do. And oh, and yeah. we'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you look at the Patriots situation and, uh, uh, with, uh, what's his name? Kraft. Yeah, thank you, with Kraft. And you saw what, what went down with that whole... Yeah, work is evasion, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, like, it, it, again, it, it goes, it, there's a lot more on this topic, you know, where sex work and should it be legal and all that stuff, but just going, it's not legal right now, it's illegal, and these women are getting in trouble, but Robert Kraft is still making, you know, his millions and millions of dollars just doing what he does. See, I'll, I'll, I'll be really, really honest here, I'm, I'm a Patriot fan, so just, just like you with the whole Celtics things, it's, it's a little hard for me to see it, but, but here's... Here's here's how I try to see it. Women should not be sold like that, right? Most likely these women um come from a country, they're in a van, you know, a man a man could spend five hundred dollars. They they could do five hundred dollars dollars worth of work and maybe they only get sixty bucks. And if that happens, that's horrible. But I'm just saying maybe Kraft truly didn't know. Right? Maybe you, he you, thought you're, you're speaking. You're you're a Patriots fan for right, sure. Right, 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 right. That's 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 why I stayed at the start. That 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 I may be a little, but but I'm just saying some some people some people are are naive. The first time, the first time, and and I'll be honest, I we don't lie here. I did one of those things. I was like maybe I was like maybe 19 years old. I had no idea what it was. I, I thought, hey, my my back was hurting, and 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 let me pay forty bucks for for massage. Now she asked, "Do you want anything extra?" And I'll be honest, I said no, and I left. But before that, I had no idea, no idea, and that and that and that's just me being honest. It's funny. I appreciate your transparency on that story because that's whole. It's not hilarious, but it is really funny that like that actually happened to you, and that and that you have that situation that you kind of can go off of and be like, hey, he could he could be nice, but I'm gonna go with he's a he's an old white rich dude uh, who also has like a 31 year old girl a girlfriend too. So it's weird that he would do that. I know. I I know.
that was bad because Josh Brown was, you know, had domestic violence issue and they kept him for too long. Yeah. That was bad. And now DeAndre, um, Baker. DeAndre Baker had his situation. So that's bad too. So those are, those are like the two really bad things. But I can't, the bigger thing I can't really blame on the Giants, that's more on the player. But the, but the Josh Brown, and, and the worst part of that is he's a kicker. You, you, you can touch him. Yeah. How did you keep him? Yeah. No, it's so, it, you know what it is, you guys, though? It's just everyone's standards are set so low, so low, right? And, and it's like, it, and again, it goes back to our beginning of our conversation of why it starts at the top because all those things are okay in these organizations and within these football teams because it's happening at the top. See, that's 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 a big time problem for me. You know, no matter how successful I was, like like how could people lose their morals? If I if I owned the company, right, and 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 James was my VP, he 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 is one of my best friends. I I I consider him a brother. But if I heard he was doing he was making interns doing stuff yeah. that they weren't supposed to do. James, I'm sorry. I would bring you into the office real discreetly and I would say, "Listen, you're fired. Just walk. Yep. I'm I'm not, I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to embarrass you in front of people, but you're fired. Do not come back." And he's lucky. He's lucky you're not embarrassing him because you know at that point you could do whatever the hell you want to this creep. Not that saying that you're a creep, but I'm just saying to you know in this scenario. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, that's the leniency of, if, because James is his best friend. Now, now, if 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 I didn't know the guy from the hole in the wall, I would I would have everybody stop what they're doing. I would show people the tape, and and. And not only would not only would would I have every female say whatever they want to say to them, I, w- I would call the cops myself and have them arrested right right on site. <laughs> uh, you you would be you'd be a good manager. <laughs> you know what it is. People just gotta have their morals. No matter no matter how high you are, no matter how much someone makes you money, a guy can make you. Twenty billion dollars a quarter, but 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 if he's if he's putting himself on people he's not supposed to be put on because when when you go to work right you don't want to hear oh my god look at what you're wearing no you have a job because you want to get paid Pe- people should people people should go to go to work to get paid not not to make it like they're at a strip club. And, and that's, you know, it's funny because I was just on this two-hour conversation and we were talking about uh, women in sports and we were talking about that, just dressing up. Like, I shouldn't, I should be able to wear heels and a dress without some creepy colleagues being like, oh, she looks good. You know, because it's like, I don't, I'm not going to uh, comment on what you are wearing as a man every day and I'm not going to catcall or stare at you so why should why has society normalized that you know for women in a workplace and so yeah you're exactly right it's just one of those things where it's like that need, it just it needs to change 
I have, I have, I have a real question for you. Hold on, Dave. I'm sorry. Um, let's say you got your hair done the night before, and you come in and you're feeling good, and and just any male coworker said you look nice today. How would you feel about that? So you know what's funny because we've had these conversations again in uh, it's like harassment in the workplace classes we had at mean that to me like you look really nice today now let's say another guy comes over and it's the same guy that gives off creepy vibes to other women in the office place and says you look really nice today it just it, it all is very situational and that's where it's, it's not black or white when people say you know like oh how do women feel about being complimented in the office it's like well do i have a relationship with you are you my buddy are you my pal are you my boyfriend are you my girlfriend are you you know my are you my manager is it is it in that i just have a very professional relationship with so it's weird if you say that you know it's just it really just depends on how that person feels man or woman and i guess that's pretty much what what our hr department said it's like yeah hey it's if a guy came up to you and said, you look really nice today, and let's say, though, for some reason, you're just, like, a very insecure person or sensitive and or you're just a person, and you go to HR and you say, um, I feel like Johnny saying I looked really nice today um, creeped me out and I don't want it to happen again, that's when a good HR department goes to Johnny and be like, hey, you might have not have done anything wrong in your eyes, but we just want to let you know that, you know, Morgan was creeped out by you, basically. So if I were you, I would just stay away from complimenting her because it makes her feel uncomfortable. And it's such a weird thing, I know you guys, but at the same time, it's just like, dude, it's just situational with whoever and whatever. But honestly, for me, if somebody came up and said that to me, like, yeah, like, Hey, I enjoy it, but if you're the creeper in the office that's also, like, trying to look down my blouse, like, I'm probably going to punch you in the face. I'm not going to cuss. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're fine. You're right, though. That's weird. It's, it's, it's very, it's very hip, 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 hypocritical where Johnny can say, you look nice and feel weird, but Kyle says, hey, Morgan, you look nice today. You'd be like, oh, thank you, Kyle. You, you look nice, too. Yeah. No, it, it really, it's one of those things that just... That's what the that's what all these classes said. It's like, hey, it just really depends on the person being complimented, how that person feels. And it's like, wow, okay, so so someone isn't gonna get fired over saying something like that. But I remember, for example, there's this really nice guy that would like to hug people in our office. He was just a hugger. Mm. And then after these and he's such a nice guy, you guys, like not creepy at all. But after these classes, he stood up and, and said, like, Hey guys, like I'm gonna stop hugging. I just realized like I might be making more people feel uncomfortable than I should and it's gonna be really hard for me, but I'm gonna try and high five you all from now on. And it was just like a really it was a sweet moment, even though like right. probably Half of us didn't care, but there could have been two women that are like, oh, I feel obligated to hug this man every time, even though I don't want to. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Excuse me, Morgan, is that we have a women's business. not just saying that the cool hashtag, but me, how many. You're breaking up a little bit. 
Oh, good. I was like, oh, wait, your break, your phone's breaking up a little. Say that again. James is breaking up a little bit, but 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 what he's saying is that we have a women in sports initiative, and we primarily well I I am the one that get the guests, so I I try to look for women who is either in the industry like yourself or that that they're just a big sports fan or whatnot, and we just try to get their stories, you know, hear how they are because. Too many, too many, like, whether it's ESPN or, you know, other, other podcasts, they mainly have male guests. And, yeah. and I, I just had a problem with that. I'm like, why? Women, not, women offer so much, especially look at the NFL. Most of the top sideline reporters are women. Right. You know, so, so, so I, you know, and in basketball too. A, a lot of the good sideline reporters are women, so why not get them more, more noticed? And it's just, it's just all, all about respect. You, you should be able to go to work whether it's in a pantsuit or, or, or a professional skirt, without being, wow, look at you, Morgan. <laughs> you know. And it's, it's just wrong that that happens. It's really cool that you guys are, you know, trying to push that out there because I think it's very important for men in this industry, too, to, you know, kind of have that realization that you guys have. It's like, wait, why not amplify the voices of women um, when other places might not be doing that? You know, if anything... You guys are going to be ahead of the curve, and really, this is what's going to keep happening. This change is going to keep happening, and what this does to you guys, it empowers uh, women like myself, and I'm sure so many others in the business, to really gain that confidence, you know, with doing more and more interviews. Now, I've, obviously, I've been in this business for a while now, where, like, you know, I've done a lot i've talked to many different men but i honestly haven't talked to um you know sports dudes that are trying to really amplify <laughs> women's voices so i appreciate that you guys yeah and oh, yeah hold on one second hold yeah. on and another another like it's minor but it's just something that i don't think espn noticed yet if you look at whether it's first take or undisputed, or anything like that, right? You know, even 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 go and go stuff like that. If even even when they have the woman on their show, right? They are they are the moderator. You know, they're the person that usually starts it off and then tries to be the timekeeper. And I have a big big problem with that. Why why can't you know? And and before they fired her, Jamel Hill had that position that that I want other other women to have. Like like why do they have to only be the timekeepers? You know, you know yeah. you know, why can't they be a Barton and Han? Why can't they be like the Michael K show? Or why can't they be like Stephen A. Smith? Why why can't they 
be the ones to have have the debates and get fired up. You know, it's that's that's where it's weird. It's it's like they're trying to do the right thing by having so many women on ESPN, which is great, but by by not giving them the position that they would give Stephen A. Smith or Mark, or Max Kellerman, who basically went against went went against a whole powerful NHL. It's that's uh, that's a problem. Don't for get me. me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, you you guys like you're exactly. It's funny because again, I just was having this conversation with these people about how women are what I like to call it. They're they're the they're the question girl on the show. They're the ones that you give them a piece of paper. They don't really have an opinion, and they get to ask a few questions, sit there, and look pretty. And it's just it's bull. It's not. It's they. A lot of people think that's having a woman on a sports show, but it's not. It's not giving her the voice that she deserves, the opinions that she may have that she wants to express. And that's why I'm lucky enough to be on a podcast with my podcast partner, uh, Deuce Mason, who... From the start, I met him in 2012 in radio, and we had done radio shows together. Well, there was a time on the ra- on a morning sports radio show that I was on, and the program director came in and said, hey, we're going to have you talk less on the show and just, like, ask questions. Wow. And, and oh, yeah. Oh, it was a wow moment. That's awful. He, he's long gone out of the business, by the way. He sucks. Wow. That's, that's good. That's good. And that's he good. obviously wasn't good at his job. But, but even that moment, it was like, oh, so you are trying to just, like, belittle me, and you're trying to make me what you believe a woman should be on a sports show. So then years years later, now I'm on this podcast to do some of the podcasts, and you guys, it's one of those things where everyone should have this opportunity that I have. And that's why I love that you guys have your own platform and what you're trying to even do. But it's more people need to have that female voice or that female presence um, on within their content even. It doesn't have to be your co-host. It's kind of like what you guys are doing. It's like you guys are interviewing women because it's like, hey, that needs to be part of our content. We need to normalize this for the future of sports. And this podcast for me... I literally would not feel the confidence and the empowerment that I feel unless I had um, started this podcast. So it's uh, it's been great, and it's allowed me to um, use my voice to the fullest and not have someone tell me to shut up and ask a question. <laughs> I agree. Um, I hope y'all can. I hope y'all can hear me. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna end this with rapid fire. All right. So I'm gonna do. So I think you know how, how it goes. I'm gonna ask you some quick, some quick hitter questions. You're gonna give me answer at the top of your head. Okay. <laughs> how many wins do you expect Tom Thibodeau to get with the Knicks, assuming we have a full season next year? Ooh. Um. Okay. Top. I'm gonna go 25. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. You're, you're, you're being too kind. Um. <laughs> um who's the MVP of the NBA? This for this season? This season. Um you're making me go off the top of my head. I'm gonna say LeBron, even though I think Giannis is right there, but just the way that LeBron was playing before everything hit, I mean he was a madman. Everything was insane, he was playing so well. 
Okay, um, who wins the NBA championship, Clippers or Lakers? Clippers. I'm going to go with the uh, Clippers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, um, okay, a, a few more. Um, so, uh, does, is Zion Williams the next face of the NBA, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, um, will the Knicks draft a mellow ball or the Knicks screw it up and draft some loser player because that's really what the Knicks do? Um, some loser player. Come on now. Yeah, 
But uh, right now, right now the Pelicans are up sixty-five to sixty, third quarter. Um, tell 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 the people where they can catch your amazing podcast. Yeah, well, thanks, guys. They can catch our podcast um, anywhere they get their podcast. So whether it's um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Podbean, Audio Boom, anything that they use, and it's called the Deuce and Mo Podcast. And they can find me on Twitter, and it's at Momo Reagan. Momo Reagan. Yeah. Oh, you guys, just really quick. I'm looking at the schedule for the for the Knicks. Yeah, this Dr. King never take on the Knicks. That's that's perfect. That's that's so well deserved. I was like just making sure that I wasn't like an idiot, and I'm like, am I? Wow, has it been four months that long since I forgot everything? And so, anyway, I was just making sure. Well, well, well Morgan, I really appreciate you, and I really am thankful what you do and keep pushing through you are great you are fantastic and we need more women like you in this in the sport in the sports industry and go throughout because we really really do appreciate absolutely continue the great work and i mean that from the bottom of my heart well i appreciate you guys so much and seriously keep up what you're doing because it's it's awesome and it's great to amplify other female voices in the industry and you guys were awesome to talk to today thank you morgan have a good rest of your night all right you too bye-bye bye bye-bye you know what what a fantastic conversation um I'll I'll just say this, you know, if if people want to pass through the first twenty minutes, that's 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 perfectly fine. Um, but I I'm glad I really mentioned that ESPN point, and I never really had mentioned it before. But maybe that's because people don't notice. But if you really really notice, you know, Joy Taylor the herd. She, you know, she has her own really little segment. She talks more than most. But, you know, you got Molly Karam, timekeeper. Undisputed, timekeeper. You know, and and it's just something that's a big, that's a big time problem with me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that she has a co-host that wanted a female co-host. And... If, if people are going to say, oh, how come you guys don't do that? My, my, my thing when I first started this, it, I, I didn't think of, you know, getting co-hosts or, or how long I was going to do this podcast, right? But I like the flow with James and truth, 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 just, just, just inflating the curtain, killing the curtain, James is a black man. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I figured, I, I figured, one white guy, one black guy. Why not? You get, you get both, you get both sides of the story. And, another reason why it's not that big of a deal that, you know, there's, there's not a woman who, who's regularly on the show. Because we regularly have women on the show. You know, um... I'm going to make it at a point on Sunday night or at some point tomorrow to go through every guest. But I'm pretty sure if let's just say we've had 
150 guests on the show. I'm pretty sure 95 to 105 of them are women. I'm I'm so for sure of that. And we're 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 gonna end there right now.